Hi guys, welcome to Belief Alchemy with Megan O'Neill. Every week I'll be sitting down to interview visionary women who will teach us how to have a more magical mindset and to create greater possibility in our lives and in our business. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. So how are you today, Susan? Hi, Megan, I'm good. You know, you don't really know the difference between one day and the next this pandemic. Exactly. So, so, so here is Susan Diaz and one of my favorite guests, my second guest after my husband on this podcast. So you've been a big, big part of this podcast, as a matter of fact, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I need to um, pick your brain Mm -hmm. for people who are contemplating podcasts have been um, kicking it around in their mind. Um, I want to talk a bit about the mindset and I want to talk about um, some of the practicals around podcasting because this is what you're well known for. I think Mm -hmm. you have two or three, how many podcasts do you have? Um, We ourselves have a couple, but we work on podcasting for a few clients. Um, You know, the end to end sort of production of it all the way from figuring out who the guests are to um, reaching out to them and making them come on the show to like, making and you know distributing them um but it's funny it's not something that came naturally it's actually a a line of business for us that is less than a year old even though between like will lamont my partner and i we have a lot of years of experience in like me broadcasting and him you know a whole lot of outreaches to media and things like that but I, don't, I can't really explain definitively why we didn't podcast earlier. We just thought we'd be adding to the, to the clutter. And then finally, when we found our medium, it was like this, this hum of angels singing when, <laughs> when you know you hit upon the yeah. yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then it becomes easier, I guess, to do it. Like we still, sometimes it's funny, we will write out our, our script quite word for word for the first paragraph or so, because we need that warming up phase to read something and then we'll just go completely off script and have fun with the guest who's there. Yeah. And so I should actually point out that your main business is not podcasting. So no. you're, you're a digital marketer. And because I was just saying to Susan that a lot of people don't actually understand what a digital marketer is. So can you mm-hmm. just give us like, tell me like I'm a, a five-year-old. <laughs> what it is? Okay. Um, I guess digital marketing is really the idea of, maintaining your whole entire shop window that is online. So that's everything from your website to your social channels to, um, to like, you know, like any hubs or groups or things that you have. Maybe it's like networks that you're a part of. All of that together forms like a digital universe, right? So it's a, it's a bunch of websites. It's a bunch of platforms. Um, And on all of these things, you need to put out content. It's not like they're going to populate themselves. You can't just create yourself a social account um, and then expect that, you know, the people will come. You have to keep engaging. So what you put into the platform is typically called content, you know, whether you put it in the website or social or whatever. So that's content marketing. And then there's the actual technological side of it, which is like, how does your website run? Like, how is it hosted? How is it designed? You know, how, what are the funnels? Like, how are you opting in? Your email marketing, that kind of thing. So that brings me to email is, is the next part of it. Like, you know, and, and somewhat of our, I would say, if we have a zone of genius 
podcasting we certainly love and we've discovered it recently but email marketing is a big part of what we do because you know one-on-one reaching out to people over and above just newsletters that are mass blasted is often something that like how often do you send a personalized email to someone and find them not responding right so there's that um and then the last part of it is is the um like shall we call it the the going out there and connecting with other people like the networking online you know like trying to be like if you went to an event you'd speak to 20 or 30 people like how would you do that digitally so so i'd say that's broadly all of the digital marketing components and we are a fairly generalist agency that um helps people like sort of figure out your strategy and then be like where best are you served in these spaces podcasting like i said is something that we added um like a year ago um because there was a need to build more infrastructure it's one thing to go on and be present on social all the time but it's another thing to be known for one property like you are the host of xyz that's a pretty powerful piece of infrastructure so is is podcast a property is that what you mean yeah yeah is a Think website of it like a, a house property? it's like you own a house yeah people know your address and they can look you up so that's kind of what a podcast is no oh, i love that i love how you put that that's really interesting but you know podcasts have been around i i'm a podcast junkie and podcasts were back when my kids were young and i remember being in the kitchen and cooking an awful lot and of course i had young kids so i didn't have a lot of interaction and certainly for me intellectual stimulation mm-hmm. so i got into podcasts now i got into podcasts um through CBC i think CBC was the first one that i was exposed to okay. so anybody who is american that's like our um abc nbc it's our npr i should say or bbc it's the canadian broadcasting corporation that's right <laughs> i was afraid i was explaining it to the australian cbc but i mean that's where i was exposed to it and i became a podcast junkie because i needed stimulation and i needed yeah. to learn about new things so i've been a huge huge podcasting junkie but like you you must have known about it obviously years and years and years ago just like me because yeah. i'm thinking it's like 15 15 years yeah, old maybe probably. podcast you know at one point i think it was a lot of musicians who used it but you know it became pretty mainstream i want to say about 10 years ago and we actually like a couple of friends and i we took a, like a, a certification um in digital strategy a few year, like i want to say it's 6 years ago um and one of the key things that they were talking to us about at that time was podcasting and 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 back 6 years ago i felt like i'd already missed the boat i was like this is already something that's you know been around for a while and why would you put a whole lot of effort into something that's hard um and so i didn't <laughs> So I so what you just said about feeling like you were like way 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 too late is something I hear all the time from my clients. So when I'm working with people on mindset, a lot of what they struggle with is being visible of marketing, you know, and being seen. The 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 psychological part of it, the mental part of it. And they always say that to me. Well, everybody's on a podcast. Um, you know, there's nothing new that I could add. I'll just be one of the many and there's this real resistance and I think I think that you had a bit of that as you're saying right oh, now yeah. and I did too yeah I, I was thinking this I I think it's just it it's with everything right it's like do I want to get up off my couch and take a walk there's probably resistance to that as well um <laughs> you know and in this time I was saying if there's one you know to go to the mindset part of that um I was having a chat with a friend and we were talking about how as an entrepreneur 
I might always have known what to do, but in this moment, I'm somehow like all excuses are gone and I'm doing it, right? So this pandemic has had an effect on us in that way. Um, and I feel like something like a podcast, like before, like let's there's 900,000 podcasts, Megan, out there. That's like a million podcasts. In order to shine in that environment, you quite literally have to be one in a million. <laughs> um, and that's difficult. It's a hard proposition to embrace and be like, even in that amount of noise that I can somehow have value. But that's where the niche comes into it. You're not talking to 900,000 podcasts worth of noise. You're talking to your people. Yeah. And that's what I had to remember because I think that, you know, my resistance was exactly that. I was just going to be part of the herd. And, um, you know, and, and just because of this quarantine time, I've actually become even more dependent on my podcast, to be honest. Like it yeah, puts me to sleep. It, it keeps me distracted from some of the heavy news right now. It, there's a lot of learning. I think there's a lot of connecting. Uh -huh. So I will use podcasts. I'm just thinking about like, often I will pick up a book. I just picked up this book that my client gave me on Mary Magdalene. And mm. then I listen to her on podcasts to kind of understand her work more. So I think it lends itself to great understanding, to connection. Like this is my take on podcasts. What about you? Yeah, I think there's, I 100% agree with that. Um, but I also, uh, to, to sort of add to that, there's a couple of things that I think are a real strong case for podcasts. Number one, so many of us have speakers, like the, the smart speakers in our home. And that is the voice medium. Like, you know, saying Alexa or Google or whatever, find me X, Y, Z has become pretty much normal in the last year or two, right? I mean, there's lots of things about security compromises, but let's not go there for a second. Because Kevin won't let me get one. My husband will I not let me get one. I did for the longest time, Megan. Like, I honestly was like, I am not letting your little spy object <laughs> in my house. But then now I've given it up. I'm like, if you're on Facebook, all privacy is probably dead. So, you know, where is the line? Um, but yeah, so the voice medium, like the more we're able to create content so it can be found in the voice medium, you know, the stronger it is. And this goes back to like what may, if I may get technical for a minute, you, you, if, when you ask a speaker a question, the, the content that comes up has to be formulated like an answer. So, you know, that means if you're doing a podcast with a lot of how-tos and advice and learning, it's going to show up, right? It's like Wikipedia or whatever else was out there before these things started being cool. Well, I like the idea too of you you talking about a niche because I think that the people that I follow generally they do have a niche and it's something that I want to learn about. But in, but connecting that back to marketing because I know that a lot of people are podcast listeners, podcast junkies like me. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll call them you know podcast virgins, okay? Where they 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 want to do it. <laughs> they want to jump in. <laughs> they haven't been there yet. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? I want to sleep on it, baby, baby. <laughs> but they want to jump into being a podcast person. Yeah. It's something that they themselves have in their life, but mm. they are hesitating. What is the value? If you, because you, you had this talk with me, you had a little sit down with me and talk to me about doing a podcast. Do you remember mm -hmm. that conversation? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, I want you to tell the, the people listening, what is the value in a marketing sense to doing a podcast? Um, let me try to break that down into maybe like three key areas. I think the first thing is 
that we all have to pick one sort of piece of infrastructure, whether that's a out of the ordinary, like not your newsletter and your blog and your, you know, whatever else is out there. You need one key, call it like a, a show that you're the boss of, right? I mean, whether that's a video series or a podcast series or a, like a, a strong ebook series or whatever it is. And of all those categories, to my mind, the podcasting is the lowest effort. You know, you can show up in your pajamas, like hashtag COVID, um, and, um, and just record. And if you are, especially if you're a reasonably good, you know, relationship person and you're good at having chats, you may not even need an editor. There's a whole lot of like DIY software out there where you can just record, plug it into some things and it'll host it for you. And it's like, as investment goes, other than your own time and ideas, it's a relatively easy thing to embrace as opposed to a video series where you're like, oh, you need to have the right lighting and you need to have the, you know, something to hold your camera so that you can be in front of it. Then you may need to put like an intro and an outro and it's much higher investment, right? So to me, a podcast is one of the lower levels of both investment as well as in money and time terms. Yeah, I use GarageBand. Yeah, well, there you go. So I use GarageBand as well. We do have our podcast edited because I think we get a wide range of guests from novices to like extreme pros and you want people to be comfortable. So I find like saying this will be edited to remove any bloopers makes people feel good. Nine out of 10 times, we're not doing a whole lot of editing. We're doing, you know, some amount of like addition in terms of like intros and outros but yeah so so that's the first thing i'd say is that it is a low investment sort of medium the second thing i would say is that it is especially if you choose to have like an interview format like this that you're doing um it is a way to keep conversations going right i mean you're meeting with let's say if you have a weekly podcast that's 52 conversations that you've had in the year by default and if you've got the follow through in terms of being like, you know, keep the editorial and advertising line separate, like don't hit on your podcast guests and try to get them to hire you, you know, but it will come like people will introduce you to other people and, you know, someone will be like, Hey, here's another person who can come on your podcast. And then maybe they'll be like, here's someone who's looking to make a podcast. All these things are things that have happened to us, you know? Yeah. So and we've got 45 episodes. In 45 episodes, that's 45 weeks, we've had actual measurable business that's come out of it. Not because the guests hired us, but because they spoke highly of us and brought us a pipeline. Yeah, that's a really excellent point. I, you know, I hadn't really thought about it like networking with people because I'm essentially yeah. that's essentially you're connecting with people. Yeah. And yeah. I think the third point is somewhat more COVID, COVID related, which is that it's all digital right now. You've got to come up with something. And everyone's doing their Zoom calls and their Zoom meetings and their what have you. Everyone's also doing podcasts. Everyone's also doing video. Like you got to pick your poison. Like which one is it? Like what is most comfortable for you? And my pitch is that um, a podcasting, you know, approach is a good one because not enough people do it well. Well, and I think also we don't know what the ramifications are in, rela in relation to when we're going back to the real world. How much mm -hmm. is this going to shift us more so into connecting digitally? We don't yeah. know. I mean, this yet to, this this is uh, yet to be seen. Yeah. So we'll, and, I, and not to be Debbie Downer, but you know, it's like we're still home and protecting ourselves from the virus. It's going to be a while before anything with two hundred people and up are 
is is legit allowed you know so in that time are we going to like roll over and play dead and be like our businesses are not functioning or are you going to come up with the kind of infrastructure that creates that networking right you're not going to the events you're not meeting your usual like a big part of the way i get business for us is we go to events we meet people we strike up these conversations you follow up and then that works but now i'm not going to any events so what that what does that mean i have to yeah. replace it with something yeah so i want to talk about your podcast because i have mm -hmm. been on your podcast and just tell the name because it's very clever <laughs> we call it the 4am report um what keeps marketers up at night <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously attract a lot of marketers um but i know that you also attract other people other than marketers. yeah startup i'd say like entrepreneurs who are heavily involved in their own marketing because they're either driving it themselves or you know they they have people but they're heavily involved you know um as well as marketers who are like you know in smaller companies or medium-sized companies where they do have some amount of resources but it's always good to like hear additional thoughts brainstorming marketing is a creative field we thrive on on like information like some sometimes the biggest challenges we have is cutting ourselves off with clients it's like if you suddenly tell tell me i have a cyber security client i would go and read and read and check and look and listen to 200 podcasts and I have to cut myself off <laughs> yeah. because I, I'm not aiming to be a cybersecurity expert. I'm just trying to get a fixed amount of info, but that's just us, right? We like info. So why not cater to that was our idea. So we came up with this and being like, you know, if you're a marketer, you're probably looking for a bunch of info. Um, and here we're giving you a number of other marketers and, and entrepreneurs talking to you about various aspects of it. So that's cool. And the spin, to be honest, are we a general marketing podcast? Probably. But why did we go from not being, you know, on the list at all to like, if I may compare it to like a, in the music world, it's like the billboard list or whatever it is, you know, podcasts have those lists as well of top podcasts. And for us, we went from 251 to like in, in the twenties, um, in a short amount of time because of the hook and the story, it's like, what keeps marketers up at night and it's funny. And then there's pictures of Will and I in under eye patches drinking wine or whatever it is that <laughs> we're supposed to be doing it for. Like people have asked us questions, including like if we're married, they've asked for our personal circumstances. And you know, this is what strikes up conversation online, doesn't it? They're yeah. like, who are you people? You're very weird. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I think, um, I mean, I, for me, in terms of doing my own podcast, I came at it from the point of view of what did I want to put out in the world? Like, what did I want to talk to? What did I want? What did I feel like I could share with the world was sort of mm -hmm. my, my niche. If there's anything, obviously mindset is my niche, but I wanted to be able to share people's stories, their own mindset um, challenges and their mindset wins. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot, I think people are overwhelmed in terms of, um, podcast because I think there's so especially with women and you know that I I predominantly work with women right women feel that they need to be excellent at something before they start yeah and so part of their resistance to 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 starting a podcast is because they think they have to be like Malcolm Gladwell or something or um, Seth Godin or someone you know who is an expert or yourself and will oh, oh. God. Like, honestly you don't really have to it's not possible number one it's not possible to be perfect at anything. I think you just need to 
embrace the fact that this is a like like life it's continuous improvement you start somewhere you take a few steps and then you go on and if you enjoy it you do it if you really really hate it you shouldn't do it you know what i mean it's not like podcast is the only way to make this marketing thing work you got to find something that you enjoy um and so to me it's just like jump in the pool like get started yeah and i'm not i mean before you do that like that would be responsible as a marketer to say just do it pilot something send it to your friends ask them to listen friends are usually i mean if you have good friends um they will give you like some feedback you know on on whatever process that feedback like i keep saying wear on your coat of armor when you go and ask for for feedback because you really have to be willing to accept it like you know if someone says that's a crappy name don't feel the need to say but this is why i thought it was no just listen to them ask why they think it's a crappy name um and then really think through who you're for the audience i think is very very important like you said you're talking to people who are looking to like you know peel back that those layers of like what are the mindset things that are stopping me right now just becoming aware of that so be aware of who that audience is and see what they like and then in the end you know i i heard a beautiful line the other day which i keep using all the time i don't know who came up with it but we are all discovering that our smartphones have phones so make a few calls and ask you know the, like are you dealing with a a 42 year old mom of three i'm pretty sure we all have those people in our list no just send them a text and be like would you have 15 minutes to chat about my podcast see whether they might be interested and then or a facebook group right yeah, facebook, or your facebook yeah. group yeah 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 many people have that or they have some facebook page or i'm assuming in this modern day but yeah. i think um i mean i think the value in there's so much value in podcasts um i think it all it gives people an opportunity to get to know you and mm-hmm. if anybody has been thinking about working with you then it gives them an idea of what your personality is like too exactly right that's why i keep saying it's funny that one of the members of our team was asking whether they had to list our podcast as adult content because will and i can swear a lot yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we're like no no we don't have to do that but it is the reason we swear a lot is because like this is who we are yeah. and if you don't enjoy us on our podcast it's a fairly reasonable assumption that you're not going to enjoy working with us um you know because you know if you're going to raise your eyebrow every time we make an inappropriate pop culture joke or or like you know sort of say something off color then you really wouldn't enjoy it <laughs> so it's a good litmus test if you will yeah and i think our first um what was sort of interesting and i think our first uh podcast that we did together was i i, I was asking about being an immigrant and mm-hmm. your immigrant to you know your immigrant experience as an entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. that was really interesting. Actually it's the second most played by the way listened to. Oh I love it. Yeah, out of my podcast. That's the top of your charts yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, because there's so many people who are have been batting this in their head and maybe this is the time that they're going to actually take action because i think yeah. this is the best time to take action on this. I mean what the hell else do you have to do anyway, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean like, think about it. Has- whoever we are every one of us has saved some time on commuting whether it's dropping off children or going to meetings or being in an office or whatever it is you've saved some time like invest that time in business casing something for yourself whether that's a podcast or whatever else it is and a podcast like i said is a really good idea because it's a like we said low investment and 
and easy and you can show up in other jobs. Yeah. And so, but the advantage that I had starting, it was that I could turn to you and Will and your gang and ask you a lot of technical questions. I could get feedback, but not everybody has a Susan. Is there any way they can get a Susan? Like, how do you learn about all the technical stuff and, you know, all the stuff that we people... We do have a masterclass that's coming up, um, which is intended to... It's a three-part masterclass, which is intended to help people sort of build on infrastructure. I mean, I can give you the details and you can you can put it into yeah, the I will. post. Um, but essentially, I'd say there's two things that you want to think about. One is you want to think about making this consistent infrastructure. The second is you want to think about providing an experience through it. So, for example, your podcast with the belief alchemy and, you know, the the fact that sometimes when you're actually recording your podcast, your cat walks over your lap. <laughs> <laughs> often, often, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? There's like an element of getting to know who Megan is. That's an experience. Um, or in the case of our podcast, like our, we really lean into that sleep thing. So we make a lot of sleep jokes and we have, you know, um, a client sort of experience gift that we sometimes send out, which is a sleep mask with lavender oil or whatever it is. So it's that, that experience. So infrastructure and experience are the two things you want to think about. And if you're really looking to business case this for yourself, we do have that um, masterclass of three parts, uh, which also covers like ROI, because I think a big part of this is we've made 45 episodes and that's a lot of investment of our time as a team we need to see that it's paying off. So you need to know what to measure, how to measure, and you know, that kind of thing. ROI, mm -hmm. return on invest, investment for anybody who's yes. like, oh, why? Return you know. on investment. Um, and I used to work for an agency that used to call it relevance, originality, and impact. Oh. And so they tried to bring the creative and the money together, and it stayed with me. Yeah, because I think that, um, the rate of return is always interesting. I remember I, I actually have been a podcast guest for many years mm -hmm. and I did it. And I think that when I first started to do it, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I didn't really understand. People were asking me, so I'm like, sure, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. But in the end, you always end up having a, an ROI. I yeah. That has been my experience. And I think I've been a guest over maybe three years. I've been doing least guest. And then in the last six months, I've been doing host. So it's a new way of thinking. And a mix of the two is necessary. And that's, you make such a great point. Maybe that's a way to explore it, is like write your best pitch and send it off to someone to go be on their podcast. See how you enjoy the medium. You know, back to your point about being a complete podcast virgin and see whether this is for you or not. Being a guest, like you said, maybe a way to assess it. Although, fair warning, I can host my own podcast because I know I have the ability to control it but I am a nervous guest. <laughs> Everybody always says that, but you're not really nervous. You're not nervous really with me. I think COVID has no. beaten all the nervousness out of me. <laughs> no, and I, you know, it's funny because I, I remember being nervous, but I've done so many that I, I wasn't really nervous anymore. And I think kind of my belief is, well, who's going to listen to it anyway? <laughs> That's it. I say, that, I say that to myself sometimes, but here's a positive way to, to, that, that I like to think about it. I, um, I've taken a leaf out of Beyonce's book, and I have a, an alter ego like Sasha Pierce. Her name is Morticia. And Morticia comes out to play whenever I have to do these things that is outside of my comfort zone. 
Right. And it's fun, but, um, and you meet people from around the world, which is, it, it's, it satiates my traveling spirit. Mm-hmm. But in the, um, in the masterclass, I think that's really clever actually to do a masterclass. And I think it's really a good idea, particularly now, mm-hmm. um, where people are going to have to branch out and they're going to have to um, learn something new. So I'll definitely put the link to that because I think that is brilliant. And I think that people, um, people are intimidated, but it's not so, it's not even really hard. Like I, it it's really, not it, that bad. Just, it's really not that bad. If you enjoy chatting with people, this is probably a good medium to explore. Yeah. And when guests, cause people will say that to me as well. I forget that people have never been on a pad, podcast or they're just newbies or whatever. And I always forget and they'll say, Oh Megan, I'm really nervous. And <laughs> so I send my questions beforehand. I have like yeah. central questions that I ask. Yeah. Um, I didn't do that with you cause I talked to you a lot. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that I do that just makes people feel more comfortable so they know what to expect. Although my conversations like you and I right now are really kind of organic most of the yeah. time. Especially if you like, for example, put yourself on video, you don't have to release the video. I'm not a fan of the ones where they show you the two faces side by side and, you know, like they're talking. Not, I don't love that format. But I think it's a good idea to do it for getting the energy and then take the voice part of it out and make that your podcast. Yeah, exactly. I think it's much easier. And as you said, in this age of COVID, this is the best time to do this sort of stuff. Because in the old days, I would have felt self-conscious about the cat meowing and maybe a kid walking in, someone opening the door, something happening. But now that's happening to everybody. You see on on the news, some guy's cat jumps on his lap while he's talking. I mean, it's a perfect time to do all this stuff. And because you have a lower bar... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> than it's ever the great before. Equalizer, right? It's the great equalizer. Like everyone's yeah. all in the same boat and embrace it. If there was ever a time when you can cut the clutter and like actually be that one in a million or one in 900,000, now's the time. So I'm going to put the link to your podcast because I think it's a really, really well-known podcast. But anyway, just, uh, you know, it's easy to Google on Apple. I just put 4am. You're the only one who's 4am, by the way. <laughs> the 4am report, we're the only ones. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to do the masterclass soon or is it? Yeah, the masterclass it... starts on uh, Wednesday, the 22nd of April. It's okay. a three-part series. Depending on what our response is for this, we may or may not do it again. But as of right now, we have this one round of it. Um, the intention is to teach people as much as they can, whether they, whether they want to like business case this to see if it's right for yourself in terms of the investment or whether you want to be like, I'm already doing something. How do I take it to the next level? This is a good idea. Excellent. Thank you, my friend, for being on my podcast and you weren't even nervous. You were wonderful. I know. Thank you for inviting me. I feel, um, I feel like this is um, my second podcast home. I pop by like commentary. Every so often. Come and have a drink. Next time yeah. I need a drink when we're doing this. Never mind. I know. <laughs> non draper approach to podcasting. Well, and you know what? Will and I, Will is, uh, Will is Susan's uh, business partner. Will and I were joking about the bar going up on the definition of alcoholism. Like we're going to have to oh, raise yeah. the bar on that because people are drinking so much more. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me, okay. Megan. Thank you, my dear. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed our guest today as much as I did. If you are interested in connecting on social media, then I am on Facebook and LinkedIn, Megan O'Neill Core Beliefs. Or if you are thinking this is the time for you to empower your mindset and expand your life and business, you can find me at meganoneal.ca. Mm-hmm.